WBB presents WBFN presents We talk for nobody A show With guests Surprises Talking And nothing more Presented in glorious standard definition Broadcast straight to your hearts Online And in the air And now Without further ado Your hosts for the show Who I do not know the show starts now. And I'm so happy, happy, clap along with me. It's a happiness in the group. I'm so happy, 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 happy. Monday when the woo. Uh that was a good happy dance. That was a good happy dance. Ah, what a Monday it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to We Talk for Nobody. We break for nobody. Buck knows only improv comedy groups radio show. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be about us for an hour. So if you've got an hour to kill and you want to feel like you're dying, this is the place to spend it. Uh, yeah, so hello. I'm Bobby and I'm joined in the studio by... Matt. What was that? Matt. Spell it backwards matt 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 it's <laughs> a phonetic spelling <laughs> wait so like so it's four letters each yeah. letter is matt <laughs> so is it like a <laughs> the first letter is the so name is matt, matt also the a character is the color like a matt brown color yeah. Yeah. um the is, third letter yeah. is it looks like an enya symbol but it's pronounced matt it doesn't look, it doesn't look like an enya symbol Enye? Isn't that the N with the squiggly thing over it? Oh, no, I think... Oh, I mean, it's how you say it, I guess. Oh. I don't know. I was making an Enya joke. What's the last letter? I think there's four letters, right? Yeah, the last letter is the name Matt again. Name Matt again, good. Yeah. Was one of them not Mattel? Just like, just spoken incorrectly? <laughs> like the Matt- company? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just Mattel. No, my parents wouldn't have done that to me. You don't think so? There's a copyright on that. They can't do that to me. <laughs> It wasn't the choking hazard. There, there. I provide. I present a serious choking hazard when I enter a room to everyone. I, I mean, it's more like a gag, like reflex, like an acid reflex. <laughs> like people just start drowning in their own. <laughs> um, there's nothing against having a name that's like copyrighted, done. I think. Really? Like, do you remember? I mean, I don't know if you remember, but back when the PlayStation Two came out, I believe. Um, some weirdo guy, some weirdo American guy was just like, I'm going to rename myself PlayStation 2, Sony PlayStation 2. <laughs> and it was like, what? I I don't know how you, I guess you sign it normally. Like he has to learn a whole new like signature too. You don't think about mm, that. That's true. Yeah. Like you have to learn how to, like how many words can you do in cursive other than your own name? <laughs> well, no, do well in cursive. I can't even... I wouldn't even say when I sign it's in cursive. It's just an illegible. I realized if I go up and down really fast, it looks fancy. So, oh, I give up. I mean, like, yeah, it's not legible cursive letters. Well, but the thing is, nobody wants you to take the time. I mean, like, realistically, most situations where you have to sign your name, like you know, after you give somebody your card or whatever, I mean, they want you to do it quick. Yeah. So when you're like meticulously trying to go through, and be like, my name is L. Oh, I mean, like, you can't do that. So effectively. What happens for me is that, so I start off, I'm like, okay, this is a good letter, good second letter. Oh, wait, they're still watching me. Okay, gotta go quick, gotta go quick. <laughs> and then so slowly but surely, it just um, becomes a mess. I can't do it consistently. I think I've said this to people before, but if somebody was to take two receipts, both signed by me, it would look like somebody stole my credit card. <laughs> just like thousands of people stole my credit card. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined in the studio by a newbie, a new, a newbie but a goodie, an a not oldie, but a moldy. A a moldy, a uh-huh. bread. Yeah, a, you got this? A large uh-huh. loaf of bread. Nice. In the studio with not, us. High five me for that. I hope you heard that, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can. Oh, was it the echo? That was the echo. That was the echo of the... All right. So, please introduce yourself. Don't do last names. I forgot to tell you that before we go on. You can say your last name. Probably don't. Well, I'm panicking now. Uh, 
That's not a name. Okay, I, Jake. You, Jake is my name. Jake is your name. Hello, <laughs> yeah. Jake. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. How do you like being here? I just love being here, a giant moldy loaf of bread just sitting in the studio. It's quite an introduction, quite a time. So on the level of most positive thing ever spoken about you mm-hmm. or towards you mm-hmm. to the worst thing that's ever been spoken yeah. at you, where does moldy bread go? Probably in the 75th percentile, if we're being honest. Okay. Am I the only one who hated, like, for the SATs no. or whatever, who absolutely hated that they're like, you're in the 75th percentile? I mean, even in stats. Okay, stats does this too. But, like, and just so you know, Jake. Yeah. We have, me and Matt have a regular uh, math corner. Oh, a math corner. <laughs> yeah, so we have, we, have, we have regular math slash science corner. Usually when it's me and... Nobody puts my math now in the Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be an Inside the Actor studio. Usually when it's me and Taylor on here, it becomes mm-hmm. like pop culture, like political talks. And yeah. then usually when it's me and Matt, it becomes these weird science engineering talks. Oh. And all of it's dumb. All of it's bad. Well, it's true. <laughs> Look at it, I mean, like, legitimately, it's interesting thinking about it. But... Yes. But that was incredible, right? We can do that. Yeah, I feel like. Can they hear that? I hear you. That sounds like the Law and Order intro, like. And now we Law and Order is filmed in front of a live studio audience. (laughs) In front of a real courtroom, and someone was really sentenced to death. It's important to note. Yeah, somebody did fart in this room. It was Matt. Matt raised his hand. Okay, all Let's right. See. That's a low brow. Ooh, low brow. He raised his hand. Low brow. Low, low brow. Bra- low. Brow. Lo- oh, oh mm. stupid. Jake, you're, you're starting off on a bad God. note. Okay. You're just you're just in the gutter. You have a stutter. <laughs> and I hate your mother. Oh, sorry. Mother. I hate you. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you, glad you said that. Hey, Mom. Okay, no, I'm actually, yeah. No, I agree with you. That was, that was yeah, bad, Matt. It's, <laughs> it's, it's wafting. That was I wafting. I put on the hat, sure. didn't I? It was a warning. <laughs> it was a warning sign? Yeah, we're in a locked room, Matt. Whenever I put on the hat. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Uh, you guys riff for a second. Put the air conditioner on. It really is oh. bad. You know what's funny about riffing? <laughs> Matt riffed with his butt just recently. It, no, I created a small riff in space and time. Right, a tectonic shift, one might say. Um... And All right. through it came a small dead organism. Okay. All right. No, that's good. That's good. We can stop there. Okay. Full stop. Stop riffing. Full stop. Stop riffing. Full stop. Um, but yeah, the 75th percentile thing, I'm, I I think it was... Why can't they just say you're in the top X percent? You know what I mean? Like, why can't they just say that? Is that? What's the difference between a percent and a percentile? So the 90th percentile is that you do better than 90% of the people. Oh, so you'd rather hear you're in the top 10% yeah. rather than 90th percentile. Well, because like, I, I don't think, even like analytically, I don't mm-hmm. think the you're in the blank percentile, I don't think that adds any information. I don't think that actually clears anything up. Unless yeah, no. you disagree. <laughs> it's, it's two different ways to say the same thing. Right. One sounds a little fancier, maybe, percentile. You think so? There's probably a stats definition for when to use percentile when to use percents well, also, I think the also suffix Matt, Matt, aisle you, really helps real quick Jake Matt okay. you have two options uh, talk louder or move closer <laughs> to the mic oh, sorry <laughs> yeah there you go sorry everyone either one works you wouldn't it, want to miss his just, beautiful voice it's just kind of back here and it's just like hey guys I'm, 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 <laughs> which is great I mean like it's honestly oh, yeah. it's very soothing that's my character tonight I'm Matt but talking a little quieter than usual <laughs> I'm is trying it, that is on this NPR science. Matt <laughs> this is NPR Matt what are you gonna say Jake what are your thoughts on percentiles? On percentiles? Uh-huh. I think it's really lovely how the word percent mm-hmm. adds the suffix aisle. Really wonderful language. Is it, an, uh, is it a suffix? German is a beautiful language. <laughs> you would know, Matt. Well, I mean, I, I doubt it's from German. I mean, like, basically anything with math or science, it's mm-hmm. Latin-based mm-hmm. or, or Greek-based mm-hmm. or Greek-Latin. Those crazy yeah. Greeks. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, yeah they... This is the good riff. They invented yogurt, actually. Interestingly wow. enough, did they actually? Or I mean, I know the Greek yogurt, but yeah, I I don't know. I oh, don't know. It's Greek yogurt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, a man is sentenced to a crime that he didn't commit. Oh my goodness! Um, sentenced to a crime, not a punishment. <laughs> he was sentenced to commit a crime that he didn't commit yet, but will after his sentence. <laughs> In the future, you have the possibility of murder. <laughs> that really works well. I hope they yeah, it really that. does. I mean, I, I think 
I think it doesn't sound good for them. Probably, <laughs> I'm almost well, our voices you? don't sound good for them, right, honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, naturally, uh, they should already have the radio off, ladies and gentlemen. If you are just tuning in, or if you're not listening at all, this is we talk for nobody. We break for nobody. Buck knows only improv comedy groups radio program within two M's and an E at the end. I'm Bobby, joined the studio by Matt and Jake and nobody else. <laughs> That was a test, Jake, and you passed. Um, I would like to add that not only are yeah. we Bucknell's only improv comedy group, but we're also Bucknell's only co-ed improv comedy group. Mm. That's true. We got two birds. Wait a minute. So if you start with co-ed and then you go from co-ed to um, strictly gendered, does that mean that you're... So if we kick women out of the group or just assume... Or if they women. kick the men out. Like right, if we say, right. like, we're going to start a new improv group, but it's going to be only men. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> Like, it's okay for the chips. Um, yeah, I wonder. Who, or who don't really exist anymore. R.I.P., uh, of course. No, but, like, is it okay? So nowadays, can I start an organization and say that it's only going to be this gender? Probably not. Really? I think I you could. No, could but, you start a, a group and say this is only going to be... Like, look at the is, silhouettes. I mean, the silhouettes aren't that old, right? I, don't I really see, don't know. I don't see why you couldn't. I mean... I guess so. You could probably start a closed club that is not welcoming of all people... You know, as I'm saying it, that sounds bad to do. Right? No, yeah. no, I'm talking about explicitly, though. It's one thing to be like, okay, um, I mean, even we break. We've had plenty of years where, I mean, actually, I don't know. I, I'm sure at the very Probably beginning of we break, we did not have any women. Yeah. Um, but we weren't explicitly saying this is an all-male improv troupe, right? I, I also think it's one thing to say we're looking to form a group with a bunch of guys, and we want a bunch of guys to apply. And it's another thing to say no women are allowed to join this group you know no exactly but the thing is is that so but what if i wanted to do like an all-female like is that is that kind of like affirmative action is that like okay i feel like it would probably be encouraged i feel like it would be encouraged right yeah. i'm not no, like i'm not trying to do men's rights no, stuff i'm just trying so. to be like it, it's interesting you especially know? for comedy like you yeah like there's been all this women in comedy stuff like it would probably be right well received and it just but it's it's just the idea of explicitly saying this isn't all. No, like the idea of um, starting a new group when a co-edit group already exists, and then being yeah. like, and then saying explicitly <laughs> this one is only for this gender. I find that hilarious because you're not progressing anyway. You know what I mean? Like right. because it it's one thing to be like, okay, these are gendered, and then we're moving to co-ed, and then it's right, like, right. wow, we're really look at us, we're moving to co-ed, but moving the other way is like you know, <laughs> turning back time. It would be interesting yeah. if. Over the years, we just lost all the women in the group, and the group just happened to go like to being all men or something. And then, yep. and then they started. Can, can we still stuff. say that we're the only co-ed, uh, co-ed improv group on campus if we don't have any women? Oh, that's a but good we, point. We encourage women; we just don't have any. That's actually a really good point. Like, if we, yeah, so if yeah. we are willing to have women members, can we still consider ourselves co-ed? Like, what if Two Past Midnight or like any of those other acapella groups are like? I mean, they're, they're still going to be co-ed, but if there's a year where just all the people, like men, say, like all the men graduate, right? And they only take women. I guess they wouldn't do that yeah, because just music's for, like, different. Technically, yeah. Music, music is different because they need like, you know, tenor and bass. But, but say if there was but, a I mean, lot of women who do could it, do it. So you could do it. I guess. Yeah. I don't, silhouettes all women, right? Silhouettes is all women. No, no, no. But I'm saying that like what, what like, like you said, right? Like, can the silhouettes say, now we're a co-ed acapella group? But they just don't have any men. <laughs> and then who's the first man that's like, I'm going to be a silhouette? I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's a fresh man. Um, because... Fresh out of the box. Nice. nice. Fresh out of the bag really of bread. Wait, is Hand it moldy? Hand me a piece of bread, actually. Yeah, sure. Here, it's moldy. Do you want moldy or dry I'll or crusty? I'll cut off the mold. Just give me the okay, mold. any piece. Okay. Cut. Why don't I'll, you just I'll tear eat, it off? I'll eat around the mold. Yeah. Well, that's what a question. people did that? Yeah. Well, but like, uh, but not just bread, like also fruit. If you guys like see mold or like, you know, like it's a punctured thing on a piece of fruit, do you cut that part out and eat the rest or you just say, this is gone, we're done? I picked up an orange today and it was soft and I looked underneath it and it was all mold. And I mm-hmm. said, goodbye, orange. <laughs> I said, delicious time. Delicious. Let me bite into it. I think it depends on the food. Okay. For most foods, I would say no. Um, the other day I had a block of cheese, though, yeah. that had a little bit of mold. Oh, I mean, and, yeah, cheeses. Yeah, che- I, I just, like, cut off the mold on the cheese. Well, but, like, let's say, like, an apple, right? An apple, pretty much every part of the apple is pretty self-contained from the other parts of the apple, right? Hmm. Okay. I mean, do you buy that? 
Uh, you want to buy a Val? I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd, I'd buy, buy that Apple. <laughs> well, no, but like, what if there's like a, a really bruised part, which is like that does not look that good. Do you cut out that half of the apple or that chunk of the apple and eat the rest? I if there's or, a really bruised part, I typically just eat around it. I pretend there's a little there's a little plateau mountain in the middle, and it, <laughs> when I the apple, it's like a full apple core with this one little circle jutting out of the middle. You know what I mean? You ever do that? No. <laughs> No, I do not. Okay. We well, talk for I nobody. Cut, I mean, yeah, we do talk for nobody. Um, if you haven't already noticed, nobody. If you'd like to share with us how you eat your apples, call the number on your screen now. Honestly, yeah, you can go online. If you're listening and you want to talk about apples, we will pick up the phone. I don't think it'll be very smooth transition, but you can go online and find the number. I, I don't strongly encourage it, but I will tell you that, that I am fantastic. ambivalent towards the idea. <laughs> I am strongly ambivalent. <laughs> well, how can you be strongly neutral on something? I I feel very strongly neutral about a lot of things. Well, no, but like, so do you mean strongly neutral as in like, I'm very okay with, I'm, I'm very okay with any outcome. Like, is, is that what I you mean, mean? Strongly neutral, like it would take a lot to get me out of the neutral position. Like I'm very, very deep seated in my neutrality. Oh, it's supposed to be like passive neutral where you're like, yeah, oh, wait, I'm actually, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm actually really mad. No, I'm not like yeah. that. What's yeah. an example? Yeah. Give an example. Ooh. Yeah. As I was saying it, I realized I'd probably have to think of an example. <laughs> Just, it's okay. Know, we can have dead, we can have like dead air. That's yeah. good. We can have a full minute of dead air. What do you think? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And we're back. <laughs> that was fun. This, this kid's catching on. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah, well, what 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 could be a situation? I mean, we can just help you. What about like an election that you had no like the lowest level yes, of you have political no stake office, in. and you have absolutely no stake in, and there are two people who could literally do equal amount of a job? That's strongly neutral. Uh, that's that's tough because I I might just without any thought or I I might just go for the Democrat out of like you know out of stupidity. <laughs> And you're what's wrong with this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I would be completely neutral there because I'm inherently uh, right, not inherently, right. but I'm, I'd be yeah. a little biased towards one side. What am I completely neutral about? Well, I know while you think about things. that in your head, because <laughs> 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 I think we're already devoting a few head. minutes to this. Um, well, that is one. I mean, well, that's just a problem with low-level elections in general. Is that actually looking up, like especially like sheriffs, like county sheriffs or something? It's like I mean. Both of them are, you know, older men with guns, usually. <laughs> Which one will have a less likelihood of shooting me? Is, is like, I guess that's the yeah. question. But you can't really tell, right? I don't know. Jake, have you ever... I mean, you voted, right? I voted. Yeah, you voted. I assume you voted. Um, I've done my how, how did duty. you... Uh, I assume that you did your research on all the candidates. Mm-hmm. You know how research-oriented I am. You are very well. Did you? Oh, here's a question. I mean, like, let's let's talk honestly. This is real talk with Bill Mahire. Hello, I'm Bill Mahire. Hello, Bill. Welcome to the studio. We I'd like to bread. talk about. I'd like to talk about the. Uh, let's talk about the elections. Matt, could you close the door from when he just walked in? I mean, oh James. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's really inappropate. Oh, there's a draft coming in. Oh. <laughs> drops really water airing out that in fart too. that was in here earlier. That's good. Oh my goodness, it's so windy. Bill Mahire did not need to know about that. <laughs> oh no, it's sorry. Oh no, it's, it's so fine. windy. Oh no, it's pushing me out. Oh, oh god. Oh, he's just going out the window for oh. those of you at home. Wow. And I'm right. back. God. And <laughs> that's crazy. And Bobby's back. He took my seat, and I had to stand yeah. quietly in the back of the room. And then opened the window and allowed him yes. to breezily move out of here. Breezily. Um, no, but here's a real question. I mean, like, have you when you have voted in the past? Do you do the research? I mean, on what level? Like, well, as in, like, if candidates? there are two candidates, I'm talking, like, the lowest possible candidates. Oh, I'm talking about I'm, city, county. No. Well, for my yeah. for my senator, there was a guy who I knew that was running. But, like, other than that, like, I feel like that's the level where, like, we, at this age, we're going to stop doing our research. Well, it's dumb. Which is sad because it's it has dumb. an actual huge implication. Well, it's also hard to do. How about you, Matt? Are you still thinking? Are you still pondering about that? I, mean, I can give just... up. I can't think of anything. Okay. Maybe I'm not that strongly neutral. <laughs> I'd have to be yeah, in the situation. You have a big brain, Matt. I maybe, don't want to talk about maybe it. You're strong, <laughs> maybe you're strongly neutral towards the idea, the concept of being strongly neutral. I could I could say that. Is it good? All right, That's cool. Fun. High fives all around. All right, high five. <laughs> all right. Long in a world. Oh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I am so sorry. If you're listening at home, Matt just farted oh. into the microphone. Ow. Okay, we'll stop with the farts. Okay. Ow. Matt, that hurt my ears. I'm so sorry. I got excited by the lawn order. Oh. The it's times like this I wish we had like a, a sound producer or something, sound technician. It's times but like this don't. I learned to love again. America. It's times like this I wish I knew the full intro word for word to lawn order. Are there words in it? I don't think there are. The criminal justice system is yes, those really are the words crazy. I'm looking for. All right, let's do a law and order high five. There we go. There's a 100% chance that nobody can hear that sound. Yeah, so what? Then the, We talk the, for nobody. Yeah, then the joke is, well, yes, but then the joke is that the law and order high five is soundless, just like our justice system. The voices for those without a voice. <laughs> Produced by Dick Wolf. It is Dick Wolf, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good job. Good on you, Matt. Do you watch Law and Order? No, I just remember that from when I was younger. Okay. I used to watch it. If if it was on, I would watch it. Well, which one which one do you watch? Like normal Law and Order or like the really, really messed up like SVU stuff? We can't actually talk about the SVU stuff on air, probably, but... My uncle was actually on that show. Oh. Yeah, he was, uh... Oh, but do you mean, like, the show is based on... <laughs> Ripped no, he from was, the headlines. He actually yeah, he really. played, like, one of the criminals that they were arresting. Really? That's really cool. Yeah. What was his crime? Oh, yeah, uh, that's good. Oh, he, I, mm-hmm. I think he kidnapped a pregnant woman. Okay, we can't and, use the R word. Yeah, I think that happened. Oh, okay. All right, we can't use that one. Yeah. Uh, we can use any R words, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty much what he did. Wow, that's that's really kind of messed up. Um, he nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how? Why? Why was he? What? I mean, what? What was the situation? Well, why why actually, was he a part of the part of the show? It's that's actually, actually an really interesting cool. story. It starts several years back. Um, so one day that was a sound effect. Yeah. One day, my uncle was walking to work and. Um, this, he needed to take the subway and it was roped off. Like there were a bunch of things that said, don't enter. We're in the middle of something. And he said, (laughs) I need to take the subway. And he just walked onto a movie set by accident. Um, and some guy saw him, thought he was an extra, roped him in and threw him in the scene. This is not law and order. This is a different movie. Are you serious? Yeah. He just got thrown in as an extra, started talking to the other people there. And he was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, he got to meet some, like, famous actors, and he had a fun time. Did he get where he needed to go? On no. The- no, he did not. <laughs> um, but, so. he, but, but he needed to get in the subway so badly that he just barged in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he was going to that could wait, but, yeah, he just decided to do that. And then they paid him, and wow. he somehow managed to find his way into, like, the union for... He became like an extra, worked a few movies, and then got into the union. Wow. So he that, did several movies after that, and then Law & Order was the first speaking role he had. He was given, like, a speaking role. He's an accidental actor? Yeah. Just, like, like happened well, upon him. Is that, like, his day job? What does he do full-time? No, he uh, something else. Is he, like, the CEO of a company and then just gave it up to be an extra? <laughs> like, where does, he, where, where does he live? Is he in the L.A. area, or is he on the East Coast? No, he lives on, in New York. Oh, he's a subway. Yeah, there's, no, yeah. there's no subway over in L.A. Yeah. Interesting. Wow, or that's actually, weird. Long, Long Island. He's in the Long Island area. <laughs> yeah. Does he like tea? <laughs> nice. Iced tea? Oh, no. The wrapper? Just, just warm artist. tea. Oh, yeah. Lukewarm tea. Is Honestly, it, he should he name actually, his, his son Luke. He actually met Lukewarm tea. Iced tea's on Law and Order, right? Yeah. Or uh, one of them. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were doing the show together. That's crazy. Yeah. Co-stars, one might say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, yes. I mean, that's that's very true. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, yeah that's a cool story. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in or if you're not listening at all, this is We Talk for Nobody. We break for nobody. Buck knows only improv co-ed or for now. Okay, well, just improv comedy groups radio show here on WVBU Lewisburg. I think I forgot. Nope, not going to. Never mind. What? Uh, might have forgotten to say the call the call sign last time, but oh, last time it, like oh, the fifteen minutes last fifteen minutes oh. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, man. Well, we'll just say it twice really fast now. Ninety point five WVBU Lewisburg. Ninety point five WVBU Lewisburg. Ninety point five. That covers the next hour or so, so we shouldn't have to say it again for a while. That's fairly true. 
Wow, that's crazy. It's amazing how things work when you say them enough. Sometimes, <laughs> if I have a really good thought, I'll yell it when I'm alone in a room, uh, so I don't have to say it later to impress my friends. Because <laughs> they'll know. There's, okay, well, yeah. great. That's a yeah. great thought. That's I have nothing to add. Self-help, that's so I'm, good. I'm just going to do a book in on that. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. But <laughs> let's put a cap on that and just put it away for uh, later. No, let's pop a cap on that. Uh, like, <laughs> no, no, they're after me. <laughs> um, okay, maybe this is weird, but as a kid, I was really fascinated about the idea of like being the first person to do something. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, in my home or whatever, as a kid, I was like all right, I'm going to think of a really crazy word, and I'm going to go to a very specific part of my house, and I'm going to be the first person ever to set, like, to do that thing. And that say location. that word in that part of your house? Or, no, in that yeah. location, you know what I mean? Huh. Cool. I don't know. I mean, like, that. It, I'm not saying it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what word haven't they said on No, I've said every WVBU. single word. WVBU, probably something smart. <laughs> Good point. Think of a smart word, and it'll be the first time. Calorimeter. Cal- is that a real word? It's a it's a measuring tool to measure like how many calories something has. Calorimeter, really? Yeah. How do you how do you measure something? How many calories something has? I'm pretty sure you. Do you dissolve burn it? it? No, does it burn it? Yeah, you yeah. burn it, and then you see how much it heats up other things. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, because like the one calorie is like uh, how much it can heat up or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> What if that's I, I a, hope I'm the first one to say calorimeter in this I state. really hope so. If they did, you think, I'm sorry. You, you had to some, hear it more than once as a listener. Do you think somebody said hula hoop? Um, prob- probably, uh, but why? That's my question. Yeah, what, what's the concept? Oh, wait, did anybody hear? Okay, so there are two toys, which I was just not... I couldn't... I love the idea. I could not get behind. One, hula hoops. Two, pogo sticks. All right, pogo let's, sticks. let's talk. That's a disaster. It's just so unsafe. It's just... Who thought to take a kangaroo and just turn it into a toy? That's unacceptable. Well, no, but like it's just there's no easy way to start or finish. Right. Yeah, the than... finish is the big part. Oh, like yeah. there's no way to get off that thing except falling f- face first on the pavement. Well, like even like a bicycle. I mean, I guess they can. You, somebody can like hold your balance or whatever while you're doing it. I don't know how you carefully learn yeah. how I mean, to pogo. A bicycle pogo. has brakes. Like yeah. a pogo stick is just jumping up and down. Pogo stick is the effect is effectively like you know a small child just trying on stilts and just seeing what yeah. happens you have to learn yeah. in a in a ball pit in like a <laughs> you know in gymnastics areas they yeah. have the, the little foam pit right and you you just put a small platform in the middle of the foam pit and you have to go perfectly on that and if you fall you just fall any direction into the foam pit well but i feel like you can your feet can slip off of it like is there a proper attire or something like bare feet could be I, fine but it could slip i would wear close toe shoes i think yeah, I get. Mm-hmm. See, okay, is it a sport? That's my question. Pogo then. Stick? There is... are people that are too good. They've spent too much time on a pogo stick. No, but does it burn cal? I mean, everything burns calories. But like, is it physical exercise? Or... Have you ever seen the people with the like crazy big pogo sticks that are like doing flips and stuff on them? Yes, or at least I can picture it in my head. Yeah. Well, there's... <laughs> so I've seen it. Yeah. There's there's one in Tustin actually. A, um, a person. Stick? No, one of those like really souped up pogo sticks yeah. with like a huge spring in it wow. right. that you can get going like you can get like six feet in the air. That's pretty. That's cool. it's scary. That's no, cool, it's but really terrifying. Scary. Yeah, I think a pogo stick yeah. is just a child who really wants to experience having a cast and just like I'm gonna break my arm and like this is how I'm gonna do it. Like, why would you I not do moon shoes to have a cast. I had. I always wanted to have a cast too. <laughs> Good. And yes. I never got one. Aww. Me neither. But let me just, I'll knock on wood really quick. <laughs> In the criminal justice system, Jake gets broken legs. <laughs> um, and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> we talk for nobody. We do talk for nobody. God, I hope it's nobody. <laughs> I mean, asking thou shalt receive. Um <laughs> Okay, so one, yeah, there is this weird thing of, wow, having a cast would be so cool as a kid. Yeah. I don't understand. Is it because, like, not many people can have it? Is it, like, a exclusionary thing? Signing the cast. Signing the cast. And that you can pick whatever color you want. Yeah, that was big. Also, the laser that they cut it off with. Ooh, did they do that? Really? Yeah, Yeah, just get scissors. I feel like it's... No, scissors. No, Maybe on. a saw. I'm talking like uh, yeah. super scissors. Oh, super scissors. Yeah. Explain to me. Oh, well, obviously that would work. Like two saws put together <laughs> as scissors. It just wouldn't function the same way as a saw. Why would you... 
You need to go back. No, no, no. So you, you just cl- put the scissors, you clamp them, and then you just move back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it just moves from both ends. Just, yeah, exactly. So it just moves it. Um, oh, God, that's awful. Yeah, but is it just because it's like... Because uh, even if you give it like a little bit more thought, it, it, it's awful. Like It's just a, not a fun experience. Yeah. It's disgusting. You can't shower. Can't it's really, really itchy in there. Taking off the cast could... If we ever became really good at teleporting specific objects, yeah. this could be one of the least useful, least practical applications of that. You could teleport a cast right off of someone. Like, well, teleport great. just the cast. <laughs> There's definitely way better, cooler things you could do with that technology. Well, have you seen some of those? I mean, it's mainly on Facebook, so I, I don't know if anybody actually uses these. But have you seen those, like... Um those mock-ups and like those prototypes of those casts, which like I think it's like carbon or something like they basically do a three D printing, um, like these carbon casts that are specially made for the person's arm, um, but they kind of have like holes in it, like so like it's breathable, so like it's it's not just like completely controlled, but it's still very stable, so you can you know you can sweat, you can do whatever, and water and stuff can actually get in there and it can get out, but it still stays on. I've never seen that. Yeah, I mean like it's one of those. It's one of those Facebook things where it's like, here's a thing people can buy. But probably not. They probably can't, probably can't buy this. What's on your Facebook feed, Bobby? Like, what are the, some of the highlights of your Facebook feed? Not much. I mean, I don't know. Not much particular. Breathable casts. Breathable casts, yeah. I saw a thing about, like, a $1,200, like, uh, super composter oh. recently where it replaces your, your, your trash can. Where like one part of it's just like normal trash, you know, just like non recycle non compostable things, and the rest of it is like the stuff. I want. I mean, honestly, I want to compost. Yeah. Like when I have a, my own place. Yeah, I feel like just getting a pig would suffice to compost. <laughs> just like, oh well, yeah, I mean, pig. it's not technically it's not off, but like I don't know. I mean, just having it. It only benefits you. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Um, Maybe a small garden on the hillside would be mm, nice. Yeah. Nice flower bed for the kids to frolic in. Ooh, is there a tire swing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No tire swings. Oh, I thought God. I was clear about dad, that. Dad, but dad, I, but tires are so cool. No tire swings. Oh, no. Oh. The only tires in this household will be on a car and your bike <laughs> and nothing else. That's so lovely, lovely specific. Mom, thanks for trying to stick up for me. Um, yeah, there's a lovely specific. Oh, like I also saw, so have you seen these things where it's like, I don't know what these are called, but there was, it was a, basically a, a beach blanket. It was a blanket that somehow they made it so they can lay it on the sand and all the sand goes through. That's insane. Imme- like, like just goes through it, but nothing else goes through it. Through the blanket? Yeah. But like, it's, it's, like, oh, it's kind of like a tarp blanket thing you put direction? underneath. It goes down. So like, if you have it, uh, there's sand on top of it, the sand somehow... It's so it's fine enough. If it's fine enough, it just goes through it. It's just like but a it strainer. doesn't come up through the. It doesn't go the other way. Yeah, I, I guess. Huh. I, I'm very skeptical. I don't know. <laughs> but now we're back huh. to moon shoes. Jake, oh, you God. had moon shoes. I so I didn't have moon shoes. Oh, but okay, I never went... mind. All right, nope. Veto. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's the end. No, no, no. Well, yes, I was in Target at age maybe let's say nine, shopping for nine nine shopping for gifts for the holidays of course and i tried on the moon shoes because i said oh i want to see these and i got in them and just immediately fell flat to the floor <laughs> like my feet went through the moon sh- the right, moon yeah. aspect of the shoes it was a total false advertising really well, disappointing like i i don't know who traumatic it, one might say maybe like an anorexic like small girl like i don't know who who it works for you know what i mean are you sure you didn't put on saturn shoes <laughs> Where mm. they're actually higher gravity, mm. <laughs> and they pulled you down closer to Earth. Yes, now that you think of it, yes, that was the mistake. <laughs> There's a very key part oh, to this joke oh that my. I'm not actually sure if Jupiter has higher gravity no, than totally Earth. Said, it does. It does? Well, because it's bigger. Oh, so oh. It's bigger, right? But it might be less dense. It might oh, be gaseous. True. Well, which, which one is the gas pretend. one? Is Saturn the gas one or is Jupiter the gas one? I don't know. That's the. I went on a limb. I went out on a limb to make the joke because I thought it would be funny, and I think we can all agree we had a good laugh. We all I had laughed. a good laugh. I haven't laughed in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Oh, by the way, so have you guys seen the recent developments about the whole like uh, planet thing? Which one? Riddle me that, Bobby. <laughs> 
Nope. I just wanted to know. I don't <laughs> want to go into it. No. So basically, uh, based off of the current. Okay. So you know about what it was a while back now, a good five or more years ago. How they were like, hey, get or really, Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, hey guys, I'm really, really smart, and I like making fun of movies that aren't exactly like scientifically accurate. <laughs> Pluto is definitely not a planet. I'm so clever for coming up with this and saying it out loud on talk shows all the time. Remember that? Mm. Uh, yeah. So basically, the classification system that they used um, is really, really. It, it's specific. It's not broad enough. So if viewed under a certain light, technically, because of the classification system dealing with like how big the body is, if it has anything orbiting the body, um, if it has anything – like if it's able to you know, self-correct in its orbit and if there are no other bodies in the same orbit as the thing, um, technically, the Earth doesn't really fall under the classification <laughs> system. What? Yeah. Um, so their alternative that these people were proposing is that like, well, anything that's in space and it's kind of a rock thing and it floats around, let's just call it a planet. <laughs> so under their new system, the moon would be a planet. All the moons would be a planet. Pluto would be a planet. Um, yeah. So it's, it's the two extremes. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. No. It's really I mean, just a name. Yeah. What is a name, you know? Also, we have no idea what a planet is. Our world would fall apart without taxonomy. It's, I mean, yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, so taxonomy. (laughs) Like, taxonomy, uh, can words, can, like, language exist without taxonomy? Yeah. I think it did for a long time. Oh, no, but taxonomy is, like, like naming and classifying stuff, right? Yeah. He said not knowing. You can have language without classifying things. Yeah, but you have to refer to stuff. Yeah, you can still have a thing without having it be in its like a class or something. I have a question. What's the difference between taxonomy and then there's the thing that's like stuffed animals? Taxidermy. Taxidermy. <laughs> that one always got me. That, well, yeah, it gets a lot of people. Especially yeah. Norman Bates' mom. Nice. Nice. Really good. Yeah. Oh, that was no, that was a high five. No. Norman Bates. No, these are still high fives. <laughs> Stop hitting me, Bobby. <laughs> hey, shut up. Bobby's been hitting Matt for 20 minutes. Yeah, I don't want to keep with that sound. <laughs> uh, yes, but the, the official definition is the branch of science concerned with classification, especially of organisms. Semicolon. Semantics. Systematics. Okay, I can't read. <laughs> when semantics is in the definition, <laughs> like that tells you something. Yeah, it does. Nothing. Tells you nothing. It tells you madness. Madness. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening, that's really dumb. Do some homework. If yeah, honestly, if you're yeah, I mean, it's getting late. If you're a small child listening to this, your parents are negligent and i want you to call the station because we will have you taken away into the custody of the federal government um but if you aren't listening to this i congratulate you this is we talk for nobody on wvbu lewisburg um this is we break for nobody bucknell's only improv comedy group and only co-ed improv comedy groups radio show i'm bobby joining the studio bye bread matt crap nice matt Jake. Jake is here. Great. Great job, Jake. All right. That's... Oh, man. Just going to keep going. <sighs> Jakey, Jakey, Jakey. It's so great to be here with you all tonight. Yeah, I don't know. This is the first and last time. Everybody's been here at some point. <laughs> okay. Except for there. Nobody has been there ever. That's true. Someone should go over there. Okay, so what's better, hula hoops or I'm gonna I'm on a toy theme. A toy, Ever since yeah. we did the Mattel thing earlier, very beginning of the show, I'm on a toy theme. So, hula hoops are or are or hula hoops are great, but hula hoops or like a hula hoop or that you used to swim with. Mm. <laughs> okay, so hula hoops or um, jump ropes. Go. Jump ropes. Interesting. All right, and. Mm. Hula hoops. Interesting. Because I'm antagonizing. 
Great. You're a devil's advocate. Matt, do you have a reason? I, as a kid, I could never do hula hoops. I just couldn't get them to stay up around my body. Same here. Um, jump yeah. ropes, on the other hand, I could hit people with perfectly well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they were always more fun. Okay, so as a person with all, also have who also has long legs, um, did were, was jumping rope hard for you? It's hard to find a size that fits. Yeah. No, but seriously though, like not even joking, it, yeah. legit. When I learned to jump rope, yeah. I actually learned with um, it like backwards. Really? You know how? I don't know. Most people do it forwards. Yeah, see, there's a good motion. Good motion for the for the audience. Yeah, I <laughs> I learned backwards, and yeah. for a long time I couldn't jump rope forwards. I could only jump rope in reverse, and now I can't anymore. I can only do it forwards. Interesting. So the only well, tidbit was, I have, I'm sorry. The only tidbit I can <laughs> add to that to make that interesting sorry. is that I taught myself how to play guitar here, Guitar Hero incorrectly. <laughs> how did you teach yeah, yourself? The- well, because like I thought logically that the strumming hand would be the left hand i'm right-handed and then the right <laughs> hand would be the buttons well because it's like wait that's my dominant hand so i should really be focusing on the buttons with that dominant hand did, did you get good that way like could you play the game that way i mean not wet i mean i'm not great at the game period but yeah no i could play it are you worse if you hold it the right way I really think I'm just Sorry, bad. The way general. the way society wants you to. Hold. Okay, so <clears throat> I can see how in like an actual guitar it makes sense to have you know okay your your right hand is worrying about if you're right-handed don't want to be biased towards the non-right hand. Don't assume my hand. I can assume your hand, <laughs> the hand from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like it makes sense on actual guitars. <laughs> if you're listening, that was Bobby's snicker. Thank you. This is, we have a voice. We have a descriptive audio service for this episode. <laughs> this sound medium has a descriptive audio service to describe the descriptive audio. Um, yeah. So, like, I mean, on a regular guitar, it makes sense to have you know, if you're right-handed, to have your right hand do the strumming or whatever, because it's very specific. Like that strumming is doing something, and then your left hand is like, okay, I'm just like holding down and they make chords or whatever. It's not, it makes sense. But on Guitar Hero. It doesn't make sense because your right hand would literally just be moving the little thing up and down, up and down. It doesn't do anything. So really, you're just placing all the like all the the difficulty on your less dominant hand to do all the work. Never thought of it that way. Right. That was my justification of it. But I also just taught myself how to play a game wrong. So I mean, it makes sense. If, I don't know if it's great. If you just hand someone that without them having any context of what a guitar is or anything, yeah, I could see them going fifty fifty either way. Right? There's no reason to go one way or the other. Well, if either of you taught yourself how to do something incorrectly, but it, you just kind of get okay at it, and like, have you ever done that? Hmm. Nope. Maybe, like, yeah. feeling emotions. <laughs> oh, sorry, you, you is that te- not, is you that not teach what we talk about, do that? talk about here on this radio station? Yeah, I mean, we have plenty of them. Locked up! Deep down! For no one to see. We cry for nobody. <laughs> alone in our rooms later wait so after the show <laughs> but we're not crying for any any individual person we're just crying just cry to cry we're not crying for cry anybody. to feel something <laughs> cut myself into pieces this is my last resort <laughs> don't care if i hurt myself breathing that's not it i don't want to say the real word so did you hear that Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, is a fan of that song? I heard a lot no, of things about Paul Ryan, but interestingly, not that. Yeah, like when the health care bill went butt up, you know, you know, but it, it went bad. Mm. Um, yeah, so like these, you know, these reporters saw him sadly getting into his limo, his, you know, his, his car, <laughs> closing the door. Please don't. And me. then the song by Papa Roach, which I just sang, Last Resort. <laughs> can be heard blaring through the lunch as he drives away. <laughs> Hashtag real story. Um, yeah. I, I just find that hilarious. Well, I just, I find any sort of politician listening to music yeah. funny, especially like dumb music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that dumb music? That's a pretty popular song. The last resort with Papa Roach. I mean, I guess I it's, it's like, it was really popular for a long time. I, I think when you become a politician, you have to give up your right to do anything silly or normal and so like just listening to a song like that is just absolutely ridiculous that like he would 
What well, compose a bill? Like, I just humans have a weird way of if anybody acts like a human, we're like, whoa! Yeah. I wouldn't trust one of those to exactly. lead me. <laughs> Same thing with teachers. You ever notice? Yeah. I, like we for no reason hold teachers to a crazy high yeah. standard. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah. If my teacher's late to class, I'm just like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. How can she be? There? Yeah. No. Exactly. I mean, like, so my course. So one of my courses, um, I have a professor who. One is a visiting professor, probably. So basically, yeah. he's missed like two different separate instances of the class yeah. to go interview elsewhere. <laughs> and this is a class That's that only, really this is a class that only meets twice a week, mind you. <laughs> um, so yeah, we basically just gave presentations to each other and filmed it, and we just gave it. To, it was very silly. But really so none of us really. Everybody hates this class. This guy does not do a good job. But recently, as we've gone closer to the end of the semester, we've started to kind of do a coup on him. <laughs> Have you ever been in the class where, like, slowly the class gets more and more sassy to the professor, yes. and then we slowly just start calling him out on stuff, and then just not backing down? <laughs> so like, he told us, he's like, "Yeah, guys, I think we need to have like one more quiz next week, maybe." And we we're like, "No." <laughs> we told him, "No, no, we don't need to have a quiz next week." We actively told him that. We also have like a you know projects and stuff going on right yeah. now at the same time as the quiz. But we were just like, nah, we don't have to do that. We we <laughs> called him on it, and we we just told him to his face, no, we we don't have to do this. Is this like a senior class, or is it? No, I'm I'm the only senior. <laughs> I mean, another person are the only seniors in That's this course. Funny. Though he, my, the per- well, both of us really don't care. Yeah. It's very silly. But have you ever? So have you ever been in a cool like situation in a class before, where uh, everybody just agrees to just not take the professor seriously? What? Just out of curiosity, what subject is this class? It's linguistics. Oh. Okay. At, I just can't see that happening. I don't want to be that guy, but I can't see that happening in an engineering class. No, oh, I disagree. Really? I disagree. No, no. I've had, I've I've had, had uh, math courses, such CS courses, where it's just it's aimless, and we basically just have to read the book by ourselves <laughs> and then hope that everything works out. But, like, yeah. I've, I've had engineering classes where... Similar things have happened that were like, okay, we we try to tell yeah. professor no, like we don't have to do this, but then they're just like, okay, but we're gonna do it because I want to. <laughs> like, oh, you're saying that the professors don't back down? No, yeah. If a professor like wanted to do something, they would do. Maybe it's just the professors I've had. I feel like they. Would oh not no, let, yeah, they no, I, I, I agree happen. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I think also a visiting professor. Visiting professors, like, if, especially if they're interviewing somewhere else, that's yeah. hilarious. Do you remember a few years ago? Yeah. It, it was actually last year mm. when there was, like, a some class that was talking about, like, overhauling systems, like, government or something. And yeah. for finals, they put out those papers everywhere that were, like, yes, we yes, protested our class and, like, protested our final. And we've all learned so much <laughs> that, like... We learned more by protesting the class, and we had to encourage everyone else to do the same. Yeah. And I got that, like, Wait, on my desk for my engineering yeah. finals, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I can't protest my professor. And Your engineering course, yeah. Yeah, like, if we protest and don't have class, we learn nothing. Like, yeah. this doesn't apply to us. Like, what are you, get out yeah. of here. Wait, so they the just... The class sounded like wh- it was a joke. Well, what do you mean protest the class? What did they do? Does it, anybody know? Yeah, I found out on... that it was like a, yeah. like they, it was a class about protest and that <laughs> it was actually like, I think it was a part of the class that they like protested it and they put those flyers everywhere and it was like, that was like part of the final was like trying to get people to not take finals well it was absurd yeah i just hated it i got those all over it was all over my econ class and people the professor was just like like they put them here i'm not allowed to take them away like they're just here like you i guess look at them if you want to i mean like it's kind of and i've had like i've known people to make this claim and even professors of mine to make this claim but i don't know if you remember the like was it the science march or something it's one of those trump marches and um i mean there's a lot of them what else are you gonna call them (laughs) they're trump marches uh yeah, the science one in particular, like as a, a person who is getting a major in you know the science field, it's just yeah. kind of like, so you want me to leave this class where I'm learning things about science yeah. in order to protest why people should learn more about science? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you see that I, march? Which like, one? Did you see the march for science or the funeral for science pro- <sighs> processional? I didn't. Uh, it was kind of crazy. Uh, well, crazy how? It was just there were people in like duck boots and like waiters like as if they were going to save a marsh and then there was like a basically like a crucifix of like but it was had like 
weird things like nature objects. On I it. hope it was like I hope the crucifix. So you know, have you ever seen those really really dumb you know bumper stickers on the cars where it's like the you know the you know the, the Christianity fish except they yeah. put like the feet on it oh, like it's like evolution man. I like the idea. No, like basically. If you put that on your car, that's the the amount of intellectual like rigor yeah. that that comment has. No, legitimately, just like <laughs> Christianity, but why if it's evolution? Like that's legitimately how much valid. <laughs> I don't care. No, like, legitimately, right. that's how valid that statement is. I am a proponent of of, of uh, evolution, um, but also you know free right to religions. Also, happy early Easter, everyone. <laughs> okay. Yes. Easter's Eve. No, but I really <laughs> hope I really hope that the crucifix that they had had uh had feet at the bottom of it. <laughs> it was a crucifix that was walking away. A picture in a crucifix, except they have little tiny like like shoes, a little tiny feet at the bottom of it. As if it's like, I don't know, evolution or something. I don't know. <laughs> the trees that it was made out of, like coming back to life. What well, he was put on it? Is the thing that Jesus carried on his back, right? No, he's also that... put on it. Oh yeah, but he had to carry it. Well, yeah, he did a lot of things. Oh, no, my joke. Okay, the if joke. If he had legs, yes. he could walk. That'd be so much easier for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus would have would have liked. He would have still been nailed to it. I mean, it wouldn't have been a great experience. I guess it's a mobile. I guess he's mobile. <laughs> he can go places. Oh no! Now that's weird. Yeah, right. This crucifix just walking around with a corpse on it. Yeah. Oh goodness. No, oh. no, no. Look what you did. Look what you did, man. <laughs> I'm not the one who put feet on the crucifix. Yeah, but I wasn't going to go a step further and talk about the direct implications of it. You I was making know. a joke. This Sunday, we break you... for nobody. We'll be hosting an Easter egg hunt. No, we'll be ho- we'll be hosting a press conference, apologizing, <laughs> apologizing. <laughs> drastically to apologizing Pope. to the Pope himself for this awful, awful radio broadcast. Speaking you of should popes. know that if you put this idea in my head, it will run with it, and I can't <laughs> help but say the things that pop into my mind. Yeah, I know that. Uh, point is, I, that's ridiculous. Like that's just a farce of a of a of a march. I guess you know what I mean. Like legitimately, yeah. and it it's like the tax march. Have you guys seen that? Nobody's going to do it. But have you seen that? Like it's uh, I think April fifteenth. They want to do like a tax march, being like, yeah. "Hey guys, it's tax day. Our president releases tax returns. Tax, 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 tax." <laughs> I mean, like, he should release his tax returns. He should but, like, release his tax returns. He's it's it's undergoing it's a... a simple audit. I don't know what is unclear about A routine audit. For those of you who haven't heard, Kellyanne Conway is here in the studio with us tonight. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Jake Hi, Tapper. Kellyanne. Oh, are you not Jake Tapper? <laughs> oh, of course I am Jake Tapper. You all didn't know that? that? That's very funny. Hi, so I've been in hiding for the past few mm-hmm. weeks. Um... Yeah, I don't want to do it. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's impression. A it's a bad riff, rift between me and her emotionally, between me and Kellyanne. Kellyanne looks like a walking corpse. Yes. Okay, I really shouldn't go down wow, this route. She's yeah, a human being. Yeah, I can say that about anybody. You know what I mean? I mean, I can I say. Can. I mean, you know, Bill Clinton looks like. I, mean, I guess everybody agrees, but he looks real. Un- I mean, he has not aged well. He still—he looks very creepy. <laughs> Does anybody agree with this? I mean, I don't look at Bill often, but when I do look at Bill, I wouldn't say I have positive feelings. Well, it's like I don't know. It's the equivalent of like, a, let's see, like a like a, a lion or a tiger, any sort uh-huh. of predator growing old, and their face is saggy, but you know yeah. that they're still very much like, like a predator. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're describing a powerful animal. <laughs> I don't know. Predator is not... probably not the right word. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, picture a predator from the movie Predator and oh, Predators. Yeah, yeah. Um, an alien versus. <laughs> I really know <laughs> well, very little about that. I... It's hard for me to talk about that. I'm so sorry. Well, there's a new alien movie coming oh, out. Oh, okay. Alien Resurrection. Ridley Scott's coming back. Yeah. After he made Prometheus, which everybody loved. Everybody loved it. Point being, uh, I don't know. Tax march is going to be silly. Yeah, it's going to be silly. People are going to be like, have like a poster where it's like has a piece of paper on it. It's like tax. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a tax is. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. Let's just we. I mean, I guess when you wrap up the show, um, what would your most clever sign be? What's the cleverest oh. sign you could possibly do for a tax march? I think I would have one of those really bad Halloween costumes with like an axe in your head, nice. and it would be like, like no axe, like or no tax, 
because I've got an axe in my head or something, some really horrible. I like line that. I didn't think about that. I also axe body spray where they have. Oh like, yeah, yeah. With a T axe, like you know, you know, <laughs> spray spray away tax. the BS. You know, I mean, like I think that'd be kind of funny. But then you're just spraying uh, those cans into the yeah. Air, no, but I want you to get like an aerosol. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you have one. No tax without tracks, and I'd just be dressed in a tracksuit <laughs> in an area that doesn't have any track that I can run on. <laughs> So I'd have to find an area that doesn't have a track, but that mm. and that could be an effective strategy. Are we talking like a like a Vladimir Putin like tracksuit? Oh yeah, yeah, it could be like a full bodysuit. Yeah, I could dress. That adds another layer to the onion. I would dress up as Putin, maybe. Yeah. So you'd get like a horse and have, be shirtless on top of a horse. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Vladimir Putin tracksuit. Yeah, I think just any sort of. I think at this point, any sort of uh, Trumpian anti-Trumpian march, all you have to do is basically say, baby, Bannon, Putin, tax. We will not relax. You know what I mean? Tax? Okay. Uh, I'll start a a fundraiser charity Uh, called Tax or Wax, where you can choose to either pay your taxes or have have me wax you like wax all is of your hair threat? off your body is it a threat it'd be very painful i don't know what i'm doing i've never waxed anyone before i feel like it's pretty self-explanatory you use wax? an old tax paper you cover it with the the wax, the wax yeah and then just but it's not good paper so like all of it would just be stuck to the person's body part of it would be ripped off part of it would just be stuck to the person's and then you have people running to the irs with just pieces of tax paper oh my god melted to their body that just sounds awesome well but like is there i don't think there's a good way to wax people i really don't i think that it's going to be painful no matter what so i guess you can maybe mitigate it a little bit but i doubt it could be a show called Hair or Dare. What's hair, the dare? dare? I don't know. The dare is to What's wax your dare? whole body. What's the hair? Is it just growing your hair? It's out? a rabbit. It's a rabbit. <laughs> okay, right. The hair option is to keep your hair exactly how it is. The dare option is to wax all of it. So I there's only the dare, one dare. Well, no, no, I think the dare option is to stay away from drugs. Nice. Stop hitting me. Stay away from drugs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's, uh, wow, that was a good way, <laughs> that was a good natural, a way to end. that was a natural conclusion to this hour of, of pre-written <laughs> comedy, <laughs> of highly edited, <laughs> painstakingly written comedy, um, and comedies in quotes. Honestly, I shouldn't even say comedy, just, just words being spoken out loud. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I, I mean, we're, uh, yes, <laughs> I, I'm going to advertise, Jake. Thank you. Um, but before we go, Jake, any last words? This is the last word. Thanks for having me, Bobby. That All was right. a lie. That was a lie. You said more and words his, after And his nose last is growing, word. guys. His nose is growing. Uh-oh. Oh, no, it's going to be... Oh, he broke the window. The window's, uh, the window's coming back in. Uh, <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Bill Mayer. Oh my oh god, no. Bill, get I'm out. <laughs> get out. Oh Bill. no, oh no, it's a cyclone. That cyclone sounds like Matt's out. lips. That's weird. What? How do you know the sound of Matt's lips? No, that's fair. A lot of people yeah. Wait, what was that? What was that, Jake? The the nonverbal that nonverbal radio motion you just made? I'm being roasted over the radio waves. Yes. <laughs> And this is not um, The Bachelor, so you don't get any roses for your roast. Um, all right. So, Matt. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Matt, all right. Any last words? Yeah, I'd just like to warn everyone listening that uh, the radio waves that we've been sending to your car um, may have traces of x-rays in them that are um, damaging your cells and causing mutations. <laughs> and the damage has been done. You can turn off your radio now, but it's irreversible. <laughs> So, trace amounts of radiation have entered your body. And we hope you tune in next week for a little bit more. Another dose. <laughs> That's not how radios work. It's not how radiation like, works. I mean, like, FM radio waves aren't, like, avoiding you unless you turn your radio on. It's too late. I said it. It's true. That's true. If it's said on a mass medium, or in this case, an anti-mass medium, where negative people are are listening... 
as we've talked about before, um, obviously it's true. All right. What do you, don't throw things at me. <laughs> That's very physical. It's very visual. It's hilarious, but they won't know. Good job. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been We Talk for Nobody. We break for nobody. Bucknell's only improv comedy troupe um, and co improv comedy troupe on WVBU Lewisburg. I've been joined in the studio by Matt and Jake. I am Bobby. Uh, please feel free to follow We Break for Nobody on Facebook. That's B R A K E for Nobody. We Break for Nobody on Facebook. Um, like us, follow us, comment on our absurdity. We also, you can find us on iTunes. We talk for nobody on iTunes. We don't update it often because it costs money to store lots of podcasts on there. But we have some shows. So if you want to get an extra dosage of this and you're insane and you want to just drive yourself insane, I say go for it. Uh, but yes, so We Break for Nobody has a show in front of Rook Kim Steps Wednesday at 630 if you want to come. Um, this is really just for people who are on campus, but technically it's outside. So 630, I thought it was at 6. No, it's at 6.30, I believe, on Facebook. Oh. Okay. 6.30. We can talk about moving it to 6. No, whatever. We'll talk about it after the show. Check okay. Facebook. We have other shows coming up. Just oh, check our right. Facebook right. page. Yeah, exactly. Uh, check our Facebook page if you want some updates on those. Um, so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this has been our show. Thank you for not tuning in. Um, I just want to say P-A-R-T-Y. In the USA!